Hey y'all, welcome to the Anxiety Warriors podcast. We are your hosts, Margo and Abby. We are friends, teachers, and storytellers, but above all, we're anxiety warriors on a mission to raise awareness and understanding about anxiety and mental health. You will hear honest, engaging, and joyful stories from us and many other anxiety warriors about living with anxiety. If you're seeking a space to laugh, connect, feel inspired and empowered, and learn valuable tips rooted in mindfulness and more, your warrior community is here for you. Join us as we navigate this journey of life together. Welcome back, warrior family. We are here sitting happily. Okay. I got the rhyme and kind of a little bit. I, I'm impressed. I feel like every time you kind of just roll with it mm-hmm. and it comes out different, a little different every time. Yeah. Usually it's, we're beauty. so happy to be with you, but we could just be sitting here happily. It's true. It's not about you all the time, warriors. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's about us. <laughs> Who would have uh, thought? <laughs> and it is about us a little bit today for sure. Yes. So 100%. Abby, what are we talking about today? Well, it's kind of unclear and undefined. Mm. Um, it's very much based on a uh, an anxiety experience that I didn't know to have anxiety about. Mm-hmm. And when I mentioned it to you, we played around with like, is this an anxiety rant? Is this an anxiety sharing? Is this, uh, you know, uh, what, what to expect when you're not expecting anxiety? <laughs> like that's a, that's a book title. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's a bit undefined and unclear, but it's basically like, well, crap, there's more things that I can be anxious about and share. Even then you, that you didn't even think of, it's like, we all have so many things that we're constantly aware that we need to be anxious about before yeah. they happen situations that we know our anxiety is probably going to spike or be triggered by something or someone or a situation or whatever. And then there are like the surprise anxieties yeah. that it's just like, I had no idea that was something I should have been worrying about. And now right. maybe it's a brand new thing that we'll consistently be worrying about, or it's just a one-off and like, yeah. I don't know. Am I claiming this as a new anxiety yeah. or is it a one-time thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that usually go for you when this kind of like, when anxiety kind of pops up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's a very, it depends. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think one thing that has very much helped me in not getting super attached to new anxieties um, depending on the anxiety, depending on the situation, um, is if I can talk about it a lot with a number of people and process it and kind of make my own narrative around it, that feels empowering. I'm less likely to have like more of like a phobia or an anxiety or, uh, you know, an unpleasant negative thing with that situation. That's interesting. So it's like, if you're able to take the time to fully process it, not just on your own, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, get some feedback from maybe some trusted folks in your life. You're able to sort of not grip onto that and Mm -hmm. have it become a new fear or a new thing that kind of ails you. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can find the humor in it too, right. If I can lighten it up a bit, then it doesn't grip me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but again, you know, if it's something I super care about, if it's like comes to my dogs and, you know, like anxiety around grapes, like I'm always going to have anxiety around grapes and my dogs now. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. it's like I'm not finding lightness in that, you know, so it's, you know, it's a really, it depends, but if I can talk it out and find lightness and make an empowering narrative, it's better. What about you? Yeah, I think that sounds right to me too. I, I don't like, I, I notice that a lot of times when, um, a random anxiety crops up and I'm like unsure of what to do with it because it's brand new, Yeah, it usually is surrounded by something that it feels like it's come out of left field or it feels like it's come out of nowhere. I don't, I don't like to be surprised in yes. any which way, shape or form. And so feeling, and I'm guessing that somewhat goes into being a control enthusiast, you know, so just feeling like I'm being, something's being asked of me or, um, I suddenly have a task mm-hmm. out of nowhere that I either don't want, or I was not aware was going to become my task and it needs to be done in a certain amount of time, or it's later today, or it's even if it's tomorrow, like, and so immediately I'm, I'm stressed. And yeah. so it's like, that's where most of my surprise anxiety comes from. It comes from being surprised, having things be spontaneously thrown at me. doesn't feel good. It feels really yuck. Um, but I will say what's helped me with it ha- has been just communicating that exact thing. So letting the people in my life know if you're a staple in my life, most of most everyone knows, please don't surprise me with plans, things you want to do, things you expect from me, things yes. you need me to do. Yeah. Because then it's a problem for everyone. I'm not going to be able to get that thing done for mm-hmm. you. I'm going to say no to that thing, which may and then which may then make you feel insecure or worried or whatever. Right. So like, it's just better for everybody. If yes. you give me some notice about something you need from me or want from me. Yeah. Cause even, even if, if it's you're just going to dinner, like, but even if you say no, I'm assuming it's still going to throw off your day. Right. Like, even if, even if you're like, ah, no, that I can't, but then you're going to be like over. Th- I mean, that's me. I'm I like when you're talking about surprise anxiety and like someone throwing plans at you that yeah. you don't get to plan for, like right. I'm getting like sweaty palms thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Cause yes. it's rough. I, I just yeah. don't, especially if the situation is less than ideal. Yeah. Like if it's, if it's a task that, or a situation that has to be handled, but you aren't mentally, you don't have the mental preparation time mm-hmm. to get ready for that thing or that interaction or that email, or that phone call or whatever it is. It's like when I'll get a phone call from a person who I was just texting with. Yeah. It's like we were in the middle of a text conversation yeah. and now you're yeah. calling me like, and you didn't no. say, Hey, let me call or Hey, right. can, I, or do you oh, have hey can you talk, to talk for a second? I know exactly oh that. I God. mean, Oh, I just, I, my whole body just shut. I know. Like, I know. Don't call. No, don't call me <laughs> or just say, I, you know, this would be easier if I were able to just talk to you. I, I know that when you're are busy. you available, or, right. Do you have one minute right now? Or, you know, is that, is that something I can hopefully, you know, time that you can give me in the next 24 hours or like if it's super time sensitive and I have the space and you understand that I can't give you the next hour of my life, then as long as all that stuff is laid out and clear, yeah, we're good. We we may be able to move through it, but like, yeah, I, I struggle pretty hard with the unexpected. I love it. Surprise anxiety. I think that's our theme. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, and your, and your story lady that you're about to share is, yeah. is the surprisiest of the surprises yeah. that you, one cannot even, I think prepare for 
assume whatever happened to them. Yeah. Like sans parenthood, I guess. But <laughs> anyway, I cannot wait for you to tell the warriors the story. So please, please yeah. tell it. So I feel like I should make a disclaimer to our warriors that if you have a sensitive stomach, mm-hmm. maybe fast forward for the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be talking about vomit. Mm. <laughs> vomit. <laughs> so moist. Sorry, that oh, was awful. God. Sorry, ah. I, just, I just thought, how can I make it worse? You know, I don't even I see. I don't normally have a problem with that word. But then when you associated it with vomit, now my mm. I'm another disclaimer warriors. A lot of people are triggered by that word. Hey, at least I gave the disclaimer beforehand. You know, so we need a content warning in so many ways on this episode. <laughs> Um, so, you know, the story, but I am going to get a little graphic. So again, if you need to plug your ears or take your AirPods out, you know, you can do that too. Um, and, and for everyone listening, just keep in mind that this is coming from someone who is definitely a light germaphobe. This is someone who, when I lived in New York city for five and a half years, my hands wouldn't touch anything once they were on the subway until they had a good hand washing. I felt yeah. subway on my hands. Oh, yeah. You know? This you is someone. That. You feel yeah, that stuff. You that feel stuff it. sticks to you. Oh, yeah. If I see someone cough or sneeze within like a 5, 10, 15 foot radius of me and I have to walk past them, you know I'm holding my breath. Like pre-COVID like too? Pre-COVID too. Gross. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I just want to some- clarify. I don't really like sharing drinks with people because who the fuck has herpes simplex? I don't know. I don't want it sharing a drink with you. So (laughs) light germaphobe, not to the extent where like I won't hug people or touch people or, you know, but right. And COVID's made it a little worse. I find people a little bit more gross these days. Right. Um, (laughs) So with that in mind, um, I was going to New York City last Friday. What? Yeah. Um, Sarah, my new friend, um, was like, hey, I want to go see a show. And and I couldn't see the show she wanted to see, but uh, she wanted to spend the weekend. I was like, hey, I can meet you there. We can see Margo. We can see Anthony. We can go see this other Broadway show that's super exciting to me. And we'll have a fun time in New York City. I have not flown on a commercial jet since February of 2020. So it's been a while since I've been to the Denver airport. It's been a while since I have been on a commercial airplane. Um, and we had just done an episode on travel anxiety recently. And I was like, man, I missed out on saying a lot of different things. <laughs> For real. Because <laughs> I forgot how much more anxiety there is a travel anxiety. Mm. Like when you have to like all wait for your your section to be called or they're like main one can now start boarding and everyone like gathers around in huddles and then they start threatening to take away your baggage and you're like (laughs) we are going to force you to check your own unless some people come up and we'll just have us volunteer yeah volunteer their baggage i'm like no no don't take it i don't want to deal with baggage claim right like so i forgot about all those things anyway I get to the airport. Uh, I find out first thing in the morning that my flight is delayed by 45 minutes. Okay, no big deal. I woke up early. I wish I didn't wake up so early, but no big deal. 
finally, 45 minutes later than I planned, I get in a lift and I'm driving, I'm getting driven to the airport. Because parking is madness and sometimes they don't have parking and I don't know what I would do if I couldn't find parking there. So another travel anxiety. Um, on the lift, about five minutes into the lift experience, I get an, uh, another email from Delta that they're actually 90 minutes late. So another 45. So I'm like, yeah, I get to hang out at the airport. Fun. Woo. And so I finally get to the airport. Um, I am wearing a mask because... That is what makes me feel comfortable among a big group of people indoors, right? So I am going through security with my mask. I am riding the tram with my mask. I'm finding my other mask people, like looking at them like, yeah, we're in a club together, right? Just to like make myself feel a little better. Get to my gate. Actually, I hang out in the airport for a little bit. But then get to my gate. In the line waiting to get on the airplane. Finally get on the airplane. And it's me in the window seat and this very nice person in the aisle seat. Mm -hmm. And like the plane is almost totally full and they're pretty much done putting people on the plane. And so this person, I look at each other like, wow, that would be so great if no one took the middle seat. So huh, then the last person gets on the plane and it's this big guy. He's at least six feet tall, right? He's moving a little sluggish. Uh, the, he, he doesn't know what to do with his bag. Um, and the flight attendant is trying to help him and he like, doesn't really get it. Like, I'm like, something's weird. Something's weird. Mm. Um, and so she takes his bag and like brings it up front or whatever. And he sits next to us. And two things happen the moment he sits next to us. The first thing that happens is, is he takes up all the space. So he takes up both of the armrests. Mm. He's totally man spreading where it's Ugh. getting into my side of the window seat and the aisle side of the other person. Now, the other person and I are both on the smaller side, right? They're mm -hmm. probably similar in my height and weight. But that doesn't mean that this person can take up all yeah. of Right. So I'm yeah. like, oh, it's going to be one of those things. Ugh. His sweatshirt is going into my seat area, right? Oh yeah. No. He passes out immediately. Immediately. Like, no Before takeoff. Before takeoff. Like, and I'm like, oh, he must have taken some serious anxiety meds. Like, I'm thinking this guy's on drugs, right? Yeah. His behavior is weird. So I'm laying there. I'm tired. I had woken up extra early. I'm laying there. I'm not laying there. What am I talking about? I'm sitting there. I'm resting my head against the window, right? And my eyes are opening and closing. You know, I'm watching takeoff, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a nap. And my eyes are half open, half closed, and they are just starting the cart service, right? And so yeah. I'm in row 16. So I'm going to be one of the last people for the cart service because they're starting at the front of the plane and the, you know, like right behind us at 17 and working backward, you know? Right. And, and so I know I'm one of the last, so I'm just kind of like laying there dozing on and off. And all of a sudden, um, I think I hear this guy opening a can of soda, which is very strange because we hadn't gotten our drinks yet. Um, and usually they don't give us the can, but it was not a can of soda. But it was like this. <clears throat> because this man was violently woken up from his sleep, 
vomiting out of his mouth and his nose, projectiling it on me, the person in the aisle seat, and the people in the row ahead of us. Mm. I'm already like anxious thinking about it again. Oh, yeah. I'm <sighs> I'm like, wait, is this real? Like for a minute, I was yeah. like, did he, did he open up Mountain Dew? Right. Like I literally oh, was like, like you thought it was spraying like a yes, shaken up soda. Yes. That's oh exactly what I thought. Because who anticipates no. projectile vomiting on an airplane? Oh. Like if you have to vomit, you might run to the bathroom. You might grab the bag and try to put it in the bag. Right. I literally thought it was Mountain Dew based on the sound and the color and the amount that was erupting everywhere. Oh God. But no. Um, so once I realized it took me a second to realize what was happening, I'm like smacking the flight attendant button. I'm like, I have my mask on and I'm like pulling my mask down and I'm like, he's vomiting everywhere. (laughs) My God. Help me. Cause I'm in the window seat. Right. Right. So all the flight attendants first have to pull their carts all the way back and lock them in. Right. 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 Of course, they're all busy with the cars. (laughs) The guy. So and also this is like, you know, within 30, 40 minutes of takeoff, like this happened pretty quickly. Yeah. The guy turns to me and he's like, do you want me to move? I'm like, get the fuck up. Are you serious? Do you want I am sitting in your fucking puke? Are you serious? Right. I'm like, yes, get up. So he like stands up. The other person is also like freaked out. But um, like, I think just more like, holy shit, what just happened? Not like, Shock. oh, my God. Right. Yeah. So a flight attendant comes and gives me like a handful of of wipes. And she's like, here's some wipes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> right. And so then I go to the front and then another one's like, here, let me get you some Lysol wipes. And she's like, here, just take the whole package. I had like grabbed all my bags and stuff. And like he had like I had bought myself lunch at the airport so I wouldn't have to eat airplane food. And his puke had gotten in my bag. So I'm again, I'm not going to eat my lunch. And I'm standing there. And meanwhile, I'm one shaking and crying because some stranger just fucking vomited on me in an airplane where Mm. we're not landing soon. Right. Right. But also, I know that as much as possible, you want to be seat belted in when you're in an airplane. Because although most of the time they can predict turbulence, they can't always predict turbulence. And sometimes if turbulence hits and you're not seat belted in, you can get seriously injured or die. So I'm standing at the front of the plane, wiping myself off, like wiping this puke off with Lysol wipes. So now I'm a blend of puke and Lysol wipes. Oh, my God. Right. I'm shaking. I'm like, I can't sit with that dude. And they're like, yeah, we'll try to find something. The plane's pretty full. Right. I'm like, I'm not going back to that seat. Who the fuck's cleaning it up? The flight attendants aren't cleaning it up. Right. Are they giving that guy, the drunk guy who vomited, going to clean up that mess? Right. So they found a seat for me. They found a seat for the aisle person. They didn't find anything for the people in front. I don't know. I was just about to say. Yeah. I don't know what happened to them. I have no idea. No idea. Um, I was, you know, I was too much figuring out my own stuff. Right. Sure. Um, And then on top of that, like I was coming for the weekend from a Friday night to a Sunday night. 
I had one really warm article of clothing, which was a really warm hoodie, which he vomited on. I'm not going to wear that the rest of the weekend, right? Like that's disgusting. I don't have time to do laundry. I'm not going to take my New York trip and do some laundry. So then it's like, oh my God, do I have to buy something, right? Like, where do I get something when I we're 90 minutes late by the time I get into New York city? Like the only thing that's going to be open is right in the center of times square. Right. Like, yeah. So anyway, that is an anxiety. I didn't know (laughs) existed. And then I had to be trapped on the airplane Mm. sitting in Lysol puke on my left side, just my left side, you know? Um, and just like, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this happened. Is this guy sick? Right. I had to find the flight attendant and be like, hey, can you just find out if this guy's sick or drunk? Because that's going to make a huge difference to me, too. Like if yeah. he just like sick vomited on me. Right. Versus dr- like I would prefer the drunk vomit. I would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, did she find anything out? She said he said he was hungover. Okay. I mean, the amount of like the way he looked drugged to me, I yeah. assume he was. He was drunk. like still drunk. Yeah. Yeah. He was not. That wasn't hungover. That was I mean, that was all liquid. Right. Oh, he hadn't God. eaten anything. Thank God. I'm glad he didn't eat anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what time awful. what time of the morning was this? Uh, or day? What time of the day was this? The, the original time for the flight was like 1130. Um, but we didn't take off until like one fifteen or something. Okay. So that means what was he drinking in the morning? Like yeah. that cannot right. have been from the night before. No, like, it was not. It was not. And, and, and Delta's actually held responsible for that. Like I wanted that guy to be held responsible. No one gave right. me his name. No one gave me any information. They didn't have anyone waiting at the gate to like, not arrest him, but get his information. Question him. Right. They were all overwhelmed with being 90 minutes late. So they don't care about a person that got puked on. So part of me was like, wait, is this something like that normally happens these days? Oh, turns out it doesn't. Well, right. Is there, was there vomit? Like, I mean, this is, this is so gross to talk about, but like, aside from on you and the person in the aisle seat, was there vomit like on the carpet? Like, was it? Yes. Literally. And and all over him. How do they clean that? I don't know because they don't do deep cleaning. That's the other thing it made yeah, me Yeah, airplanes think of. are disgusting. Yeah, it made like me notorious. think of that. Like, whoever sat in those seats after us just got a freaking wipe down. Yeah. Maybe if they opened up the little, like, seat pockets, there might have been puke in there. Yeah. Like, so they were, were doing a fast clean. Yeah. Right. No, I was just going to say, like, we were joking or not even really joking, but talking about like New York City subways. Yeah, that's way cleaner than airplanes. Yeah, Yeah. if that's feed, if that's information for anyone like that, imagine at least they can spray and wipe that shit down. It's all metal and plastic where I like on an airplane, there's like carpeting and plush things and, and like they don't like with undo all the trays and have the tray come down and they don't wipe all the trays. No. You don't know what people did on those trays right before you probably this vomited stuff. I never thought about until this exact moment or yeah. also on Friday when I saw I saw because I had to wait to to deplane because I got moved up front and my bag was in the back. So I had to mm-hmm. wait until half three quarters of the plane deplaned before I could go get my bag so I could leave. I saw the cleaning crew. 
there they were not cleaning they were no. wiping seats and that was it and so yeah i don't know right. what that piece so who knows what the cleaning protocol is after that like yeah. after everyone deplanes if there's a protocol and what is it and 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 apparently Awful. puking is rare like the good news is I spoke to someone at Delta after a lot, right? Because the other thing that was causing me a lot of stress was like, oh, fuck. Now I have to advocate for myself. Now I have to call and tell them I'm a human being that had an awful experience and that they need to, one, pay for the hoodie I had to buy, right? Yeah. And two, compensate me for my flight. Yep. Um. Now, did it take me, I don't know, uh, two and a half hours until things got resolved? Yes. Was 90 minute, minutes of it on a stupid chat with an asshole? Yes. But was an hour with a really nice person? Yes. And things got resolved. But that yeah. was the other part. It was like, how, how, like now I have to deal with this. Right. Right. And luckily yeah. the flight attendant had put in my thing that there was an incident. But anyway, when, when I was speaking to the really nice person, her name is Holly. She's an angel. Thank when you, I was speaking, <laughs> thank you, Holly. She was mortified. She was so upset for me. She yeah. cared about the experience. And she's like, listen, I've been working here 13 years. I've only heard this story two other times. And both times, those times, the person was motion sickness. Mm. Yeah. Not drunk. So she was sure. really upset by it. Yeah. That's enraging. I mean, and it's so great that she at least, at least had compassion yes. and knew how to talk to you. Right. Yes. You had to behave like, imagine that was you that that happened to yes. and that's, then act accordingly. That's exactly what she did. The person on the chat was like, well, I can give you sky miles. I was like, who says I ever want to fly with you again? For real. Like, and yeah, Sky Miles don't me from cover. going on Twitter right now. Right, right. I was ready. I was ready to make a ton of videos, just totally bashing them. But yeah. Holly has repaired the relationship. I will fly on Delta again. Holly yeah. and I are real good. I left her really great remarks when it was asked to. Um, so, so anyway, that's a nice fun fact. Repair relationships with, with customers and, you know. Right. Your name won't get drawn, like pulled through the vomit. <laughs> Rag through the vomit. Rag through the vomit. <laughs> um, what I will say is a couple things. I am actually pretty proud of how well I handled that. Okay. Yeah. Did I cry? Yes. That is normal. <laughs> yeah. Was I shaking with anxiety, rage, and 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 just like shock? Yes. Mm hmm. If anyone got that on video, would I be embarrassed? No, not at all. I did not make a big scene. I think, honestly, I would have had a right to make a bigger scene. Um, I wish I had said certain things back then, but you can't plan for that because you don't plan on being vomited on by a drunk man. Yeah. I wish that when he first sat down and passed out, I had said to someone, hey, is this person okay? They seem like something's wrong. Sure. Right? Number one. Number two, I wish I said to that man, you should fucking Venmo all of us right now for your poor choices. Like, are you serious? Like, that man didn't even apologize. Mm. And he, bullshit. like, didn't look ashamed or embarrassed or anything. And I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm not usually a shamer. But that dude deserves some type of taking responsibility for his actions and nothing happened to him. Yeah, that's so inferior. Like, how can you, 
I mean, the only thing I can think of is that he was still so fucked up that he just didn't even have the capacity to give a shit what happened to anyone else. I don't know. I mean, like there's no excuse, obviously, yeah. like that's just right. bad human behavior from start to finish. But right. at the end, uh, that's like the only if I had to logic it away, it's like either he's a com- it's a combination of he's just a fucking asshole mm-hmm. mixed with he was still so fucked up from drinking d- morning drinking or whatever the hell he was drinking mm-hmm. uh, that he couldn't get his words right together or whatever. Or he's just an asshole, <laughs> right? Like it's either a yeah. combo or he's just an asshole. It's just like it sucks that. I'm just, I'm grateful that Holly did the right thing <laughs> and took care of you at the end of the day, paid yes. for the clothing you had to buy that you should have yes. had to buy. And then, um, obviously refunding your flight, my so, entire round trip job. flight, not even one way they were like, wow. Oh, that's didn't... great. That's yeah. great. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so thank goodness for that. But yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't take away the experience that you had and how might it have changed if the guy had at the very minimum had shown or spoken with any amount of remorse to you yeah. and the person in your aisle and anyone, everyone that had to be witness to yeah. this moment. Oh like, my God. I'm so sorry. I just vomited all over you. Right. Like, do you think your reaction would have been even slightly more compassionate? Uh, I don't know. Cause my, I feel like my reaction wasn't uncom. I feel like my reaction now is uncompassionate. I feel like in the moment yeah. on the plane, I was just like, so absolutely disgusted. Like, I feel like I meant now, neutral. I meant right now, the now, way you feel about him yes. now would yes. be different. Maybe if he just fucking said, I'm sorry. Yeah. I would feel different about that piece of shit. Yeah, man. Listen, people, you, you can mistake someone. Say you're yeah. sorry. Yeah. Say you're sorry. It's not hard. It's if you not vomit hard. on someone. Say you're sorry. A stranger. A yeah. stranger, like Jesus, like God, yeah. you know, I wonder, I, part of me wonders like if, and what he remembers and thinks about it now, especially since he didn't have to have any consequence for the whole situation. Yeah. So it's like, has he forgotten all about it? Does it eat at him? Does he wish that he could contact you all, which he probably can't cause they're not allowed to give out your information. Right. So like, even if in hindsight, he was just like, you know what? I probably, I fucked up. I should probably at least reach out to those persons if I can. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Right. And you'll never know that part of it will always remain unresolved. Like I just, he should be held responsible. I just really don't like when people do awful things and then they just get away with it. Right. And Mm. people do really awful things like worse than puking. So this is coming from the lens of just people getting away with being awful human beings. Right. So I hope he's inflicting his own, embarrassment and suffering since you know he didn't get publicly shamed or you know I didn't get a video of him to post everywhere to publicly shame him yeah you know and I'm being sarcastic in that point no I know yeah I know you are hopefully that can't comes clear to our warriors <laughs> <laughs> but I would like him to have something karma you know feel bad yeah. about what you did like something or at least be thinking about it right yeah like, don't 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 just allow the moment well that happened oh well right i guess like, i'll get drunk on my next flight exactly we hope that it allows that enough of a pause for him to at least do better next time yeah yeah i've gotten drunk before and done embarrassing things guess what i feel awful afterwards and if i get the chance to apologize i apologize so you know like right yeah but i Boy. will give one fun factor tip or, you know, I, I will just say this. 
And the lesson I learned from all this is advocate for yourself and ask for truly what you think you deserve. Because when I was trying not to make a big deal, I really was. When I was like trying to navigate Delta, right? I wanted them to pay for my hoodie and I wanted them to pay for the flight there. Not even the round trip flight. I I was like trying to be extremely fair, right? I only had a negative experience one way. And I spoke to someone else at Delta, not Holly, but someone else who was like, listen, you need to file this complaint online. You need to upload the receipt of the hoodie that you bought, right? And they were like, ask for the full flight refunded. Mm. And I said, thank you. And I did yeah. that and they refunded it. But I was thought I was asking too much, sure. right? So, so the tip is ask for what you really think you deserve, right? Yeah. The worst they're going to say is no. Yeah. Right. Right. Like go, there's nothing. I think it's, it just goes to show that we sometimes us people pleasers, us anxiety warriors, we sometimes don't want to make things worse than they already are, but you've already been through a circumstance that you didn't, you know, that you didn't deserve and that you weren't, that you were only a part of because you were a victim in the situation. And so ask for more than you think. Yeah. Right. Cause that's really right. the, the message is that these people that work for the company were like, no, you need to ask for the entire amount, whatever you paid blanket for the round trip flight. That's what you get back. Cause mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's a drop in the bucket right. for this company. Right. And what happened to you was inexcusable and they are responsible. And, so and they really are that. responsible because they're not supposed to let drunk people on the plane. Right. right. So yep. that that's the part or where sick people. Like, Yes. Right. They're not supposed to. And I did learn that it's kind of hard because you want to be careful. You're not asking someone with a disability. Hey, is there something wrong with you? Are you drunk? Right. Like, so for the gate, the people at the gate, it is hard. But with this guy, they obviously should have asked something because he was obviously messed up. Right. You know, it's just like you wonder, this should be just protocol generally. Everyone should have to be asked these questions before they get on the plane. I wouldn't be insulted, right? It's like, if it was protocol for everyone all the time, then it wouldn't matter if you struggle with something individually, because Mm -hmm. then it just becomes the norm, right? You got to ask these questions because you're going into a space that is closed off from the rest of the world. It's a sealed tube for however many hours that you're together. And so there needs to be different and more explicit rules and rule following going on. And so like, you know. This is just more, more potential ideas out there. So if you're listening and you work for an airline, maybe make this suggestion at your next in-service. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst idea. No. Yeah. I have a set of actual community agreements of how you have to be when you're on the plane. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, and we all have been in a, in a situation on a plane or in a, or in a mode of transportation that we're not in control of where unsavory or not so great things have happened to us. Right. Or you're, Mm -hmm. you're a witness to things that annoy you, right? Like little annoyances sometimes get to be a lot more amplified when you're stuck on an airplane for crying baby. It's annoying. That's that's what I mean. You can have empathy for the family and for the baby, but it's still annoying. Go on. Right. But that's not a reason to like, there needs to be a fine line, right? That's not a reason to say, I want the money back from my flight. Oh, oh, I see where you're going. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah, it's just like, like let's all just, I'm not saying anytime you're inconvenienced ever, you go ahead and demand money from the airline or whatever, the bus, the bus company, the train service, whatever it is. But you know, there are certain, there are certain things like being wasted, like being drunk, like actively, actively being ill. 
yeah. that you are not allowed to be fl- on airplanes specifically, right. but right. it's just good common sense. People come on. Come I wouldn't on. have complained about the 90 minutes late. That was annoying. It was an inconvenience. Sure. I didn't love it, but I would but never complain about it's that. It's normal. Right. Normal. Right. It happens all the time. Yeah. Vomiting clearly doesn't happen all the time. Nope. Drunk people on the plane doesn't have, right. So like there needs to be more people paying attention from the airline as hard as their job mm-hmm. is. And I know I can't imagine how hard that job is, yep. especially through the pandemic. We've, we've all seen those yep. videos that passengers take of other crazy passengers mm-hmm. doing horrible things to people that work for airlines. But at the same time, you know, we can maybe all agree that there needs to be some more protocols in place in terms of like checking on people's well uh, health and well being. Yes. When you see something off. Right. Yeah. And I love what you said earlier too. It's like, yeah. Okay. Every, of course, hindsight is 2020, but now, you know, unfortunately it had to be in this way that next time you can call it out. Right. Yeah. Right. Something ahead of time. This guy doesn't seem right. And I'm sitting next to him, right. Or this person doesn't right. seem right. And they're next to me. Unfortunately, the experience is going to teach you that like, be aware for those red flags yeah. and actually speak up. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause we tend to like, just dismiss it. Like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. And yeah, probably a lot of times it is fine, but also (laughs) I might not have been puked on, you know, (laughs) if I had just said something like, Hey, is there another seat I can sit in? This is is something wrong with this guy. Yeah. More advocating, right? It's like, it doesn't hurt to just ask to just say I'm uncomfortable next to this, you know, even if you have to get up and pretend to go to the bathroom and go talk to someone. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would have to, but it's hard. I probably would have made him puke if I tried to get out at that point. Oh my god. <laughs> that would have been okay. way worse. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, warriors. So, I guess what we're trying to say warriors is that sometimes like an abbey circumstance, we are just gifted air quotes with the surprise of surprise new anxieties that we didn't realize we needed to be prepared for. So, can you come up with, can you reflect <laughs> on any times in your life, hopefully that don't involve projectile vomiting, um, where like you either gained a new anxiety after a weird, unique experience like this, or, you know, like I kind of shared in the beginning, like did just spontaneous things give you fresh anxiety in new ways every time they happen. Yeah. So like, I guess ponder on it Yeah. (laughs) this week. What surprises cause anxiety? Right. What are the things that surprise you that causing the most anxiety or maybe you adore surprises that aren't vomit filled and, uh, yeah. Or maybe you enjoy the vomit filled ones. I, I guess I don't want to know about that kink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Good for you. I'm, yeah. I guess I'm if that's happy, that you found something into. you like. Right. Right. All right. Well, it's time for our shared win of the week, which even after all that disgusting debacle, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a Mabby win, a win of the week, week, win of the week. I mean, our win is just that you got to come here and you, you made the schlep. It's not that big of a schlep. It was a rainy schlep. day. It, it was, was rainy. rainy. It makes it worse. Of course. More it tra- makes thankfully it more no one schleppy. vomited on my train ride. That's good. Both ways. At least, at least as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so we got to hang out. It was so great to be with you even for just mm-hmm. a few hours. As you mentioned off the top, Sarah, former guest, and Anthony, our former guest, were there. If mm-hmm. Warriors, if you have not listened to their episodes, you must go back and listen. Sarah's episode is episode 72. 
The Great Reset with Sarah Bartlett and Anthony's episode, episode 13, uh, Exploring the Layers of Authenticity with Anthony Rivera. These were two of our favorite conversations. I know we're broken records about our amazing warrior guests, but they Mm -hmm. really were. And they're such fabulous people. And um, yeah, it was so cool to be able to connect and reconnect with them in in person. Yes. And I got to surprise you when you were walking down the street. Oh my God. I gave you a little surprise anxiety. Yes. She literally, (laughs) she was just, you were, you you were head down in your phone, right? And so like I had my, my head kind of down. I was like focused walking across the street. I noticed, all right, this is the spot. And then Abby just pops her head up and she was like less than a foot away from me. Yeah. I was just about to open the door and she was like, yo, <laughs> I, <think laughs> I realized it was you. I was like, oh my God. I know. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was you either. And so I was like, ah, so then it was obviously big hugs and a really fun night. And um, yeah. we had a great little spot at the back of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was kind of private, mm-hmm. even though we didn't ask for that, which was nice. Helped that was a my good surprise. Eating indoors COVID anxiety. So that was good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You did okay. Did okay. Yeah. And, um, also you, uh, didn't give me any surprise anxiety because you told me weeks ahead that you were likely going to be coming to New York exactly. that weekend. Right. If you had, you know, texted me that morning and said, Hey, guess what? I'm in New York. I don't think it would have given me the anxiety that I had mentioned before. I really hate last minute dinner plans. I yes. don't like last minute plans. Day off plans are usually a hard boundary. No go. Yes. But for you, I would have made the slip anyway. As long as I didn't already have something else going on. Right. I would have made the slip. Right. And I would, I would schlep it to you too. If you were like, hey, I'm in Denver, you know. Could you imagine me surprising you with that? That would be a big jaw fucking drop for you. Cause I don't do that. I don't do the spontaneous visit thing. No, nor do I. I mean, the moment I knew I was coming. It was like, you did the right thing. Margo, you knew. Here's my dates. Here's the times I'm there. And you weren't even 100% sure when you first mentioned it. You're like, it's not 100%, but it's it's likely. And I want to warn you now. If you're around, I'd love to see you. Yes. And so if you know your warriors don't love surprises, prepare them. Give Mm -hmm. them some time to prepare. Even if it's not solidified, just like you said. Right. Just, Mm -hmm. just, you know, lay the foundation, plant the seed. That's right. Amen. Okay. Well, Warriors, thank you so much for being with us again this week. We love you so, so much. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to connect with us for any reason, you can hop on over to Instagram and join our fam. We're at Anxiety Warriors Podcast and or you can email us at anxietywarriorspodcast at gmail.com. You can shout out your wins of the week, share any topic ideas you have with us. And if you think you'd be a great fit as a guest on our show, we'd love to hear from you. Let's get your interview scheduled on the calendar and help you tell your anxiety story. Please take a couple of seconds and smash that five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're tuning in right now. Please follow the show on all those platforms too, so you never miss a new episode. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and hop into our show notes and check out our merch store. We have some amazing stuff up there. some spring deals going on. Grab yourself something fun with any fun Anxiety Warriors podcast logos on them. Yeah. One for you, one for a friend. Mm -hmm. Some Mm. kind of spring gift. Yes. Well, thank you all so much for going on this journey with us. We're so grateful we get to do this with you. Till next time.